Hello everybody, it's Daniel here and this is our next Emotional English Podcast episode where we learn an English language effortlessly, emotionally, fulfilled with energy and of course, positively. Happy New Year everyone, Happy Christmas. So it depends on uh, when and uh, where are you listening this podcast episode. So here in Russia we do celebrate Christmas you know, on the 7th of uh, January, so that's the date for us. And uh, in America, so it's already had happened. Uh, but uh, yeah, today we have a new year, new emotions, new opportunities, and new mini story for you guys. So I've prepared another mini story for you. It's uh, a beautiful mini story with the moral. And uh, The name of this mini-story is The Bear and the Two Friends. As always, I use uh, the website momlovebez.com for these short moral stories. And this time I'm gonna read uh, paragraph by paragraph, step by step. If we'll see something interesting, I'll comment it. I will give you my own comment and then, you know, just... We'll understand it a little bit more clear, right? Or vividly understand what's going on here. Um, and before we start, I want to say a couple words about bears and friendship. So, you know, who is the bear? Yeah, you're right. So that's a big, big, hairy animal. Um, and this animal... Um, where does this animal live? You're absolutely right. This animal lives in the forest or wilderness, right? What is wilderness? It's the same as uh, forest. It's a wild area where you cannot find uh, any people, all right? So that's the idea. So the bears, they are wild animals, right? And friends... Friends could be different, right? You can find your friend uh, who is the closest one to you. You call him bestie. Bestie. Bestie, it's your best friend. And uh, just the person you know could be just a friend, you know? Again, uh, people I know, I call them friends as well. And uh, people who are like, I'm... So the people... Uh, with whom I'm communicating very often, so I call them besties, okay? So that's uh, the case of uh, bears and friends. So I want to, to start my uh, storytelling uh, with the first paragraph. Uh, we will have uh, one, two, three, four, five paragraphs here, and then step by step, I'll ask you a couple questions about each paragraph Just uh, hold the line and be with us here, okay? So, um, let's begin. One day, two friends were walking through the forest. They knew the forest was a dangerous place and that anything could happen there. So, they promised to remain close to each other in case of any danger. This is the end of the first paragraph. Pretty, pretty easy one. So, two friends, 
One day, right, they were walking through the forest, right? Through the forest, you go through, right? When you go through something, uh, just imagine something dense, let's say dense location when you have a lot of people or a lot of trees, right? And you go through it, you're like coming through, coming through, you're trying to go through, you have a goal to go somewhere and there are a lot of people in front of you and you go through this, you walking through, you're running through, you, it depends where are you, you try to penetrate this big mass of trees or of people or whatever it is and you go through it, right? So, you know, you can even scream sometimes, coming through, coming through, right? Because you're trying to show that you need to go somewhere and you see that the density of people is too high and you just, you want to announce that, you know, you are kind of out of time and you want to, to go faster, right? And you want people let you go. Anyway, one day, two friends were walking through the forest, right? Or wilderness. They knew the forest was a dangerous place and that anything could happen there, right? So why, guys, why forest is a dangerous place? Because in the forest, there are a lot of, a lot of different animals, right? Uh, and they live there, they can attack you uh, and... Uh, it's quite dangerous, you know, foxes, wolves, bears, right? So these friends promised to remain close to each other. Uh, very good word, remain, remain. When you remain, you're kind of in the context here. They promise to remain close. This is the combination, remain close. It means be close to each other, right? Uh, stay together, right? Uh, be together. Uh, in this particular moment. So these friends promise to each other to be closer to each other, right? To stay together, right? To remain close to each other in case of any danger. So no matter what is going on, so they're gonna be there for each other, okay? So when you remain close to your friend, you never give up on him, you know? You never leave, you stay with your friend. So. You know, try to remain close to your friends. It's kind of important when uh, your friend has a problem or depression. It's good to remain close to your friend. Okay. So the second paragraph is quite small one. All of a sudden, a big bear approached them. One of the friends quickly climbed a nearby tree, leaving the other friend behind. All right. So all of a sudden, so there was a little moment, one moment, right? Uh, something had happened. All of a sudden, a big bear approached them. What does it mean to approach something? In this context, approached means came to them. So the big bear appeared. All right. Appeared means in front of their eyes, there was a bear, right? So the big bear approached the friends. Of course, friends were very scared, right? So, and one of the friends quickly climbed up a nearby tree. So the guy climbed a nearby tree and he left his uh, other friend uh, behind. And this is not good. So, because you remember why it's not good. Because they promised to each other. They promised, who promised to each other, 
bears or friends? Of course, friends promise to each other to remain close to each other, right? To remain close to each other in case of any danger. Was there a danger? Yes, of course, there was a danger. And that danger was a big bear. You're right. A big bear. A big bear approached them. But one of the friends chicken out. You know what does mean? Chicken out? Chicken out, it's like when you are scared. You're like, oh, like a chicken, you know? You're chicken out. You know? So you're kind of scared. You're running away, chickening out. You know, this is the case. <laughs> and uh, one of the friends quickly climbed up a tree. Chickened out. Uh, and then left the other friend behind. Third paragraph. The other friend did not know how to climb and instead used common sense. He laid down on the ground and remained there, breathless, pretending to be dead. What a beautiful part we are having here. So the other friend didn't know how to climb the tree. So he had no skills, right? This uh, another friend, he didn't have skills to climb. Uh, and uh, instead of climbing, he used common sense. What does it mean, common sense, guys? It's a good question because common sense, it's something useful, something which makes sense, you know, something which is pretty clear and uh, very practical. Common sense, right? And people say, always, they say, use your common sense. It doesn't make any sense. If you want to drink some water, why do you drink, let's say, why do you eat? It doesn't make any sense. If you are thirsty, drink some water. Why do you eat? You're not hungry. You're thirsty. Drink instead of eating. Okay? So this is common sense. When you have something happened with you, you use your common knowledge, very practical, very conservative things. And when you are thirsty, the greatest sense, the greatest common sense you can find is to drink water. Do not drink Coke because it's a carbonated beverage and you would um, have more problems after all. But when you drink water, your thirst go away. You see? So the common sense is a good thing. And instead of uh, climbing the tree, uh, so another friend, he used uh, his uh, common sense. What did he do? He laid down on the ground. He laid down on the ground. Uh, it means, you know what does it mean? Lay, right? Lay on the bed or something, right? He laid down on the ground, right? So he put his body into horizontal position on the ground and he remained there. You remember what does it mean remain, right? He was there. He stayed at that position. And uh, he was breathless. What does it mean? Repeat with me. Breathless. The guy was breathless. It means no breathing. You know breathing? <sighs> this is breathing, right? I am breathing. So, or if you use a noun, it's a breath, right? When, you know, when you don't brush your teeth, your breath is terrible. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so anyway, breath, uh, this, is, uh, this is like air which goes 
uh, up uh, inside of your body and outside of your body, right? And the guy uh, was breathless. It means no breath, no breathing process, okay? So he didn't inhale and exhale. He didn't do it, all right? He was breathless, breathless, right? He remained on the ground. He laid down on the ground and he remained there breathless, okay? And he pretended to be dead. <laughs> That's the idea. So he laid down on the ground. He remained. He stayed there without breathing. And he played the role of a dead body. All right. He pretending to be dead. Pretend when you're trying to be someone who you are not. It's like, you know, playing a role. Pretend. For example, I can be an English teacher or I can pretend that I am an English teacher, okay? So I can play my own role or I can play an uh, or I can play the role or I can be uh that person, right? So that's the pretending. So you can be a policeman or you can pretend that you are a policeman. So you can you for example, I'm an English teacher and now you know, hands up or just uh, do something or hand hoch in German, right? So I'm, I can say that uh, I'm a policeman. It's a, a New York police department, right? So that's the case. When you're pretending, you're trying to play the role or you're trying to do unnatural things, all right? Which you've never done before or, uh, you know, what you're doing uh, for a particular purpose. You can pretend that you are very successful, but um, it is a little bit, um, little bit what? It's kind of uh, weird, right? I would say weird because when you pretend that you are successful, but in reality you are not. Uh, so you just, uh, it, it's useless. It's, it doesn't work. It doesn't work uh, in the long run. So. That's the case. I will read the whole thing for you guys and then we'll jump to the paragraph number four. The other friend didn't know how to climb and instead used common sense. He laid down on the ground and remained there, breathless, pretending to be dead. So the bear approached the friend, lying on the ground, and the animal started to smell his ear before slowly wandering off again because bears never touch those who are dead. Okay, let's go step by step. This one is a little bit complicated, probably. The bear approached the friend lying on the ground. So the bear was there near the friend and the animal started to smell his ear. Sniff, right? He started to sniffing uh, this guy. He started sniffing and the animal started to smell his ear to sniff. Uh, before slowly wandering off again, all right? Wandering off again, because bears never touch those who are dead. In this case, wandering means uh, walking, traveling, you know, walking around. And wander off, it means kind of um, go away, you know, wander off. So when you're wandering off, um, you, you, why? Okay, first of all, let's see the reason. Why did uh, the bear wandered off, right? Or walked away, kinda, you know? Um, in the case, he was wandering, wandering off uh, because he was looking for someone uh, who is alive, 
to eat, right? He was looking for food, for example, right? And you're wandering off, you're trying to find uh, something, right? Uh, but uh, the, the bear, he wandered uh, off uh, from uh, the guy, right? He sniffed him and then he slowly uh, wandered off probably, right? How I see this picture, right? So the animal started to smell his ear before slowly wandering off again because bears never touch those who are dead, okay? Um, yeah, this is the case. So he started to smell his ear uh, before, before slowly wandering off again, right? So bears, they're always like searching for things, right? They're searching for fish or they're searching for um, like uh, berries or something, right? So they sniff things, right? They look for things and they wander off. Just have this in mind. When you're walking around, when you're looking for something, it's the same as wandering off. But let me think. Uh, I just don't understand. He wandered off before he smelled his ear or after. Probably it's kind of misunderstood here. The animal started to smell his ear before slowly wandering off again because bears never touch those who are dead. Okay. All right. So anyway, um, that's the case. Just imagine that the bear, he came uh, up there and uh, he sniffed uh, his victim or whatever, but the victim was dead. So he wandered off uh, again, right? He uh, continued his journey. He was looking for something else. Uh, all right. But you know what? I think climbing is more dangerous because bears, they are very good climbers. You know, they can climb trees very easily. You know, that's why if you climb a tree, it's not uh, a solution. Oh my goodness, um, you know, there's an alarm going on outside. So sorry about that disturbance, guys. Let me close the window real quick. Oh my goodness. All right, now I'm good, better now. Um, so um, we got the bear, he snipped the victim and then he wandered off, right? Because the friend, he played the game, he pretended to be dead. That And, you know, bears, naturally, they never touch those who are dead. In the last paragraph, the conclusion, soon the friend who hid in the tree came down and he asked his friend, my dear friend, what secret did the bear whisper to you? And the friend replied, the bear simply advised me never to believe a false friend. All right, so this is a weird one, I guess. So just just listen, guys, just listen, guys. Um, soon the friend who hid in the tree came down and he asked his friend, hey, hey friend, how it's going, right? My dear friend, what secret did the bear whisper to you? Whisper, it means right now I'm speaking normally, right? And now I'm whispering. See, do you hear? This is a whisper. This is the whisper. It was the whisper, right? So I was speaking normally and then I'm whispering, right? So he, uh, the bear, when the bear was sniffing, uh, the friend like, you know, it's like a little, what is that? Like idiomic conversation. So my dear friend, what secret did the bear whisper to you when he was sniffing, right? And the friend replied, the friend answered to his friend, the bear simply advised me, he gave me some lessons or he was like a teacher, he, he was like an advisor. So he gave an advice or a recommendation. 
The bear simply advised me never to believe a false friend. Okay, so this is like a life lesson, what the bear taught the friend, okay? So the bear simply advised me never to believe a false friend. Here you go, guys. Here you go. So uh, this is uh, the whole story. And this is the end of the story. And let's think, what is the moral of this story? And I think you already uh, understood, right? Uh, you did understand that the moral of the story is a true friend will always support and stand by you in any situation and not checking out, okay? So it's important to stay with your friend no matter what because you promise to remain close to each other, remember? So it is very important. When you promise something to your friend, it's important to follow, to go after it, you know, to uh, remain uh, close to your words, right? Because if you're not, um, you losing the trust, all right? Because you do something what you, um, you're kind of breaking your promise, right? And this is not a wise choice. All righty then. So let's read this part one more time and uh, uh, I will read the whole story one more time for you guys. And we will conclude. Soon, the friend who hid in the tree came down. He asked his friend, My dear friend, what secret did the bear whisper to you? And the friend replied, The bear simply advised me never to believe a false friend. Okay. Never to believe a false friend. And the moral of the story, a true friend will always support and stand by you in any situation. Here you go, guys. That's the whole story for you guys today. And let's read the whole thing, like from the beginning until the end. And uh, I will try to do like, uh, you know, something like a medium pace. Let's say, let's not read very fast and not read very slow. Some Somewhere in the middle. Try to adapt your ear to my speed, okay? Let's begin. One day, two friends were walking through the forest. They knew the forest was a dangerous place and that anything could happen there. So they promised to remain close to each other in case of any danger. All of a sudden, a big bear approached them. One of the friends quickly climbed a nearby tree, leaving the other friend behind. The other friend did not know how to climb and instead used common sense. He laid down on the ground and remained there breathless, pretending to be dead. The bear approached the friend lying on the ground. The animal started to smell his ear before slowly wandering off again because bears never touch those who are dead. Soon, the friend who hid in the tree came down. He asked his friend, My dear friend, what secret did the bear whisper to you? And the friend replied, the bear simply advised me never to believe a false friend. So the moral of the story, a true friend will always support and stand by you in any situation. Okay? Thank you all, guys. That's all for today. So that was a mini story called The Bear and the Two Friends. Hope you learned something today. I hug you all. I kissed you all. So have an amazing year with your English progression, guys. So wish to see you in the next episode. 
Take care. Have a wonderful time with your English learning and enjoy the process of your English journey. Here you go. See you next time, guys. Have a good one. Bye-bye. <laughs>